welcome to Epic Communicators, where we're committed to helping those who want to boost their communication skills through better public speaking, leadership, and personal development training. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Sipley, and along with Melinda Mitrovic, we've developed Epic Communicators to help you take your skills to epic proportions. On every episode, we try to bring you top practitioners in the field of public speaking and some great leaders. Today is no different. Today, we're going to be talking to a long-time public speaker, somebody that's been at this for dog's years, if you know what I mean. Dick Storer is 90 years old this past month, and he's been a Toastmaster for 60 of those years. So if you've struggled with public speaking or any kind of talk in front of people, Dick is definitely someone you're going to want to listen to because he's been there, done that. And he's got some great insights. Take a listen. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Epic Communicators. Dick Storer just had his 90th birthday. Welcome, Dick. Uh, how are you doing today? <laughs> oh, we're doing fine. Real well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Good, good. good. <laughs> we, we have some questions for you. And we wanted to just talk to you about public speaking, leadership, and Toastmasters, and all that kind of thing. And so, just to, to kind of get us started, you've been a Toastmaster for a while. I think you know we know that. Can you give us an idea of why you initially became a member of Toastmasters International way back in 1960? Well, that, that's an easy question. That's uh, like I say, an easy question. And I was a young engineer on a training program with. Tom Old Ederson. Being a young engineer and uh, was on the training program, they, I had met <laughs> I had met Art Erickson. Now, let me tell you, he was a ardent, and I mean an ardent Toastmaster. Boy, was he! And uh, he just didn't think that that uh, anything could happen or what have you without somebody going through Toastmasters. Because it just did you so, so much good. He started to tell me, or tell, yeah, tell me, I guess, um, how good it was for me. And being in the uh, utility business. And uh, he thought I should come visit Park Ridge Toastmasters because he was the president. Well, let me tell you... (laughs) I had no interest, not even a little bitty bit of interest. I I found excuses you would not believe. However, there's only one thing that I had to do because, well, like I say, I found excuses and I I figured if if I didn't attend his club, well, I don't know what he would have done with me. So at any rate, I promised him that I would go to the next meeting. And while I said I would go to the next meeting, little did I know, the next meeting being the next day, of course, little (laughs) did I know that that night, night before the meeting, there was going to be one major storm. 
Well, I live in this plains and the club was in Park Ridge, but nevertheless, it covered the whole area. I, I was lucky and didn't get involved in that storm. Well, I did go to the meeting and I was amazed. First, what they did at the meeting was table topics right away. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can imagine that virtually everybody was involved in table topics and what they did was to to uh, start right away with uh, the table topics, and uh, that was about it. Well, I was amazed. If it had been me in, in my basement, I would have taken a teaspoon and, and scooped up the water. And I didn't want water. Unfortunately, I didn't get it. But the people that did get it, I mean, they were hurting. They were hurting bad, and some had water in their living room. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, that, that gets to be sort of nasty when you got yeah. water in your living room. Yep. And uh, like I say, I, I had to be um, totally impressed hearing how how um, bad things were over there. Yep. And that was that was it. I, I promised. That's why I attended myself because I promised I would be there. Yeah. Well, that's well. And it shows after being a Toastmaster for 60 years that you've kept that promise to others and yourself. I mean, that is so impressive. So after all this time of public speaking, I'd imagine you probably near perfected the skill. So I'm wondering, why do you stay active in Toastmasters? Well, like I say, they they impressed me. And because I had to come back and, and see what all these people were telling me. And uh, they, they were good, dedicated members. I thought, by golly, I should be one of those people. I, uh-huh. I, wanted, I wanted to be one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, that's what got me in. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. And you stay active just to make sure that you keep up on the skill of speaking, all the, all the items and skills and techniques that you've learned over those 60 years take practice. So... I can understand um, why you would keep up with it for sure. And, and Dick, well, just, to, just it sounds like that's a great benefit. Like at an early age, you you were you were kind of looking at these these people and how committed they were and sort of the 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 fun they were having and the the, the learning that they were engaging in. And now you've got you know a lot of years behind you since then. When you look back on that whole time. What do you think the greatest benefit that you've gained from your experience? What, what stands out for you as the greatest benefit from, from joining Toastmasters when you look back from that first time you went? I, I enjoyed it. I, I want to thank Art Erickson for steering me that direction. But uh, I, I wanted to help people. I want to do things for them. And like being an evaluator, help them. And also, uh, yeah, on that, I could help them with the uh, membership growth because I knew something about that. And uh, I just wanted to make things better. And uh, I, th- I think that that's the name of the game. Like a, like a good engineer, you wanted to make things better, right? <laughs> there you go. Hey, can I ask you, Dick, do you remember the first table topics that, that what the topics were or what the, the questions were, any of them at all, the first one you went to? 
And the only reason I ask is because when I went to Park Ridge the first time, Table Topics, I think we did the uh, the trial of uh, Bob's big boy and he sued them for getting fat or whatever, but it was hilarious. Oh, so, yeah, And you were there and so was Melinda. So what was yours? Do you remember yours? No, but it's, it certainly uh, was centered over the, the storm. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. Like probably they, when you get a storm like that, you, you remember it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. But other than that, I, I don't remember any other. So, you know, as at our club, we do have people coming in um, throughout the year that are just starting out as public speakers, learning the art, learning the skill, wanting to get better. So what advice would you have to someone who's just starting out? I think that would be obvious. I, I would say join Toastmasters. And of course, that's what... Uh, Art Erickson was trying to do for me is to get me into the club, just get me into the club to see what it's like. And uh, I, I think that was the, the main thing is to join Toastmasters and learn from the ground up, I guess I would say. I would suggest that he not only join uh, but I think that he ought to stick with it and uh, he ought to look around and, and pick a good club. Now, Toastmasters, uh, I don't quite know how to say it, but uh, not all clubs are as good as others. I, I forgot to admit that Toastmasters in Park Ridge is an excellent place to start, but just because there is such a difference. They, they should look around and shop around. And uh, as you look around and shop around, make sure you find a good club, one that's going to help you because they're all different. They have their own personalities. A, a follow-up question to that. What is What stands out in Park Ridge Toastmaster? Toastmasters, what is it that that keeps people coming back, that keeps a good number of members throughout the years? Well, I, I think probably what keeps them coming back is we probably follow the rules that uh, Dr. Smedley set up years ago, how to do this, how to do that, and so forth. But I, I think that does it. I think doing uh, the right Thing. And there, there's no reason why all clubs couldn't be doing the same thing, but they don't for whatever reason. But I, I think you, you'll want to look around and shop around and find a club that you fit into and one that, well, that, that uh, you're, you're going to learn. Hey, and speaking of that, Dick, you know, over the years, you, you've done this quite a while, I would say. Um, what what stands out as like your favorite memory throughout your time in Toastmasters? Anything in all these years that really stands out that, that you want to share with everyone? Uh, yeah, I think probably the favorite memory is the, the uh, youth leadership program. We conducted the, or I conducted really, the uh, first youth leadership program east of the Mississippi. And it was amazing how many people 
came to us to learn what's going on with the youth leadership program. Uh, and and the thing, one of the things I remember, we were uh, setting new new things, I guess, and we, we did things our way, all within the rules of the, the manual. But it was a tremendous program, and I would I would uh, I remember most of all graduation ceremony, sitting there with the mirror ball. He was listening to Patty. I won't give you her last name, but uh, uh, he was listening to her, and she was our valedictorian. She she was something else. What he did at the end of the meeting was to write in front of everybody and all the members. Oh, I should say that not only the members, but the members, the parents, because the parents were invited there. It was a dinner. When uh, we got done, I was, I was sitting up at the table with uh, the mayor, and he invited Patty to come to the city council meeting the very next day and gave the, give the same speech as he did that night, as she did that night. And uh, we were very impressed that the mayor would invite one of our members to come very next day. Parents were totally impressed as well. Well, Dick, can you explain for her listeners, which many may not be Toastmasters, what is a youth leadership program? A youth leadership program is a program of Toastmasters, by Toastmasters, and teenagers. And uh, it's, it's a, we don't have any parents attending meetings. We don't want parents sitting there. We figure that if there are parents there, it might hold the kids back. But uh, they, the kids would give speeches and they would have table topics. They would conduct basically a, a full Park Ridge Toastmaster meeting. And it was uh, it was outstanding. They, they did very well. It covered, as I recall, I, I think it was up through 18, and uh, they we didn't want anybody beyond that, possibly 19, but no more than that. And uh, it was it was outstanding. Yeah, Greg and I were fortunate also to lead a youth leadership program, and I know Greg's daughter participated and my niece participated. I don't know if they loved it as much as we <laughs> loved seeing them do it, but I was amazed at what these you know what the young you know young youths can do. Oh, and goodness. give them an opportunity to speak off the cuff, to put together a speech. Just amazing how good yeah. they are. And of course, they, they ran the, the meeting as well. Yeah. They would uh, conduct their own meeting. Yeah, that's leadership for we, you. We would get, get them started. But once they were started, uh, off they went. Yeah, it's a great, I agree. It's a great program for sure. All right, Dick. Well, thank you so much uh, for this interview. We we just really appreciate hearing all about your experience with Toastmasters and how it's done so many wonderful things for your life. The, the thing that really strikes me and in my own experience, and, and I've been doing it less than both of you, how many people that I've seen transition from fearful public speakers, leaders that have come through our club and many other clubs. There's got to be thousands that I've touched. And you guys, I wouldn't imagine there's there's 10,000 at least. That, mm-hmm. and, and I mean that really, because every year there's five, 10, 15 people. You're doing it for 60 years, you know, 25 years. That's a lot of people. 
you know, yeah, that have definitely. come through that club and you've touched people in their lives. And so, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an incredibly impactful thing. So uh, we thank you so much for joining us today, Dick. And um, we look forward to hearing you uh, all the way. You said you want to lift 120. So we're hoping that you'll be able to interview you then. Well, we, we appreciate it very much. So uh, thank, thank you so much. Thanks, thank Dick. you, Dick. We hope you found this useful for your own personal growth. We're so glad that you decided to join us today. And if you want to learn more about Epic Communicators or just generally improve your communication and leadership and public speaking skills, head on over to Epic Communicators on Facebook. We've got loads of content that you don't want to miss. Talk to you soon.